The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week, I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Catherine Boucher about her wedding aboard the Disney Dream. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she decided to have a cruise wedding and how it all turned out. Welcome, Catherine. Hi there. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm curious to know how you guys decided you wanted to get married at sea. Disney's kind of been a part of our relationship for a while. My husband's parents are platinum Disney cruise members, so they got us going on it. And so it was actually our first vacation together. And then we ended up getting engaged in Alaska on board the Wonder. And so, you know, we already had that love of Disney cruising and we love Disney, period. So we knew we wanted a small wedding once we got engaged. And we had planned to just get married at the beach and, you know, that kind of thing, just do really informal. And then a friend at work who was just kind of having a hobby in wedding planning, she mentioned cruise weddings and I had never really thought about it. And I didn't even know that Disney did weddings on on their ships. And I went home and I Googled it and it just kind of all came together in a couple days that we were like, oh, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. We didn't realize how affordable it could be and that it was just the perfect size and perfect amount of wedding that we wanted. That's cool. Now, it sounds like probably your family didn't bat an eye when you said this. How did his family feel when you said you were getting married on a cruise ship? Oh, they were really excited. His parents, they were able to use their their vacation club points, and, and they loved Disney Cruises. They wanted to do a longer voyage than we did. And pretty much everyone that we asked was pretty into it. I think there was only one couple that we invited that if we had done a, you know, a regular wedding just in town, they probably would have been able to go and they weren't able to go on the cruise. But otherwise, I think we would have had the same size wedding on land, honestly, than we would have than we did at sea. That's interesting. How many guests did you have? We ended up having 25, not including us, so 27 with us. Yeah, okay, that's a good size. And then how did you choose the ship and the location for your ceremony? 
Uh, well, we live in Melbourne, so we knew we wanted a sailing from Port Canaveral, so that narrowed it down to either the dream or the fantasy. And the fantasy was is still doing seven days, and that was just too long. You know, it would have been wonderful to do a seven day, but I think that really would have limited the amount of people who were able to go. And the dream three day over the weekend was perfect because you know then people only had to take maybe one or two days off of work. And we loved that, of course, it went to Castaway because that's one of our favorite places. So the dream three day to Castaway was it. That's cool. And then where on the ship or did you get married on Castaway Key? We got married in the Outlook, which is on board. So that was really, really nice. I decided I didn't want to get married on Castaway because it was the extra thousand dollars. And I don't know, just the having an outdoor wedding that I was worried about if it would be too windy or suddenly the location would have to be changed because of weather reasons or something like that. So that's why we chose to have it on board. Interesting. And so then what was the planning process like for your wedding? It was pretty simple. That's one of the things I liked about it. Pick one of these five bouquets and pick one of these four cakes, which was nice. It is a little bit frustrating at times because, you know, you just kind of get the package and it doesn't feel very tailored to you. I think some brides, you know, feel that way. Sometimes there's a lack of customization, but it has its pros and its cons in the same ways. Interesting. Okay. What did you choose for your different elements of the package? For the bouquet, I got the rose and orchid bouquet, which was absolutely gorgeous. I couldn't imagine a more beautiful bouquet when I got it. And I think that was an upcharge, like a $50 upcharge. We also got the upcharged cake, the under the sea cake, which was also really, really beautiful with the white chocolate seashell decorations on the cake. And then we got some crystal Mickeys in my bouquet and in my groom's boutonniere, which were cute and a little, you know, I was all about trying to incorporate Disney in in subtle ways. I didn't want it to be screaming Disney, but, you know, just the little additions were perfect for us. And then we also got some additional floral. We got a orchid lay for my husband and then also one for our officiant and for for his brothers and his dad and my brother and a corsage for his his mom and for my mom we also got an extra bottle of the champagne that was served at our reception and we specific, we specified that we wanted that to be saved so we could take it off the ship and that way we could have it for our 1 year anniversary we brought our own officiant which i guess is another way we customized it a friend of the family officiated for us, which was really nice because then we could completely do our own ceremony because I believe with, you know, when uh, the captain does the ceremony that you're, you know, you just get the standard thing and you're very, you're able to change very little about it. So that was nice. Interesting. Okay. And then did you choose one of the packages from the ship's photographers or did you bring your own photographer? Well, that's where we had our interesting story about the big thing that went wrong for the wedding that 
my husband's brother's wife, so my now sister-in-law, is actually a wedding photographer. And so she graciously offered to do, as our uh, wedding present, she offered to do all of our photography. And she actually did our engagement pictures as well. And so we were all set that she was going to do our photography. And, you know, they came into town and everything was going great. And then my husband's brother actually had a medical emergency happen the day before we left, really the night before we left. And one thing led to another, and he's he's doing much better now. He's good. But uh, they were not able to make it on board, and he, she needed to stay behind with him. So that was fun the night before that I was sending emails to the the shoreside coordinator and asking her if I could still have a Disney photo package. And luckily everything worked out pretty well that I was still able to get the photography package. And actually we ended up getting the largest package because I wanted to make sure that I had all the photos. I didn't have to worry. We still had to go about picking the photos out the night before we left, but we weren't too concerned about it because we would have the copy of all the photos. Got it. On the disc that comes with that package. Right, exactly. And then can you give us an overview of how the day ran? Well, we woke up around 9 o'clock or so as his wedding gift. I made my husband a scrapbook, so I gave him that. And then we went to breakfast together. And then we had we had scheduled to meet for the men to meet together for drinks and for the ladies to meet together for coffee. And so all the ladies went to Cove Cafe and the guys went to Currents, which is basically just one deck up at 11 for about an hour. And then my hair appointment was at noon. So I went to the salon with my mom, who got a pedicure at the same time, and my husband's mom who got her hair done. Then I just kind of chilled out in the room. I had a f- one friend come and help me do my makeup. And then I had another friend come and help me get into my dress. And then we ended up paying for an extra hour of photography actually before the ceremony. And so we did our first look in the atrium at around 430 Then we went around and we took all of our pictures together around the ship with her for about an hour. And then we went back to the room and just were, that was really nice. We were just able to kind of, you know, have a few minutes just together before the ceremony started to talk and, you know, be quiet together. Then our coordinator came to get us from the room and walked us to the ceremony and our ceremony was I think it was a little bit late so we probably started around 5 45 or so and then we had our ceremony (laughs) (laughs) and then after the ceremony did you go to dinner with your guests or did you go to Palo or we went to dinner with our guests we were lucky enough to have we went on a honeymoon on the fantasy actually a couple about five days after we got back so we did go to Paulo and also Remy on our um, on our honeymoon but we wanted to make sure especially since it was only a three night that we spent that time with our guests so we went to dinner that night with our guests that's a good point yeah what ended up being your favorite memory of the day I would say that the first look and walking around the ship taking photos with my husband, it was really, really nice. And it was special because it was everybody was just like it kind of like the seas parted for us. And, you know, we would be going up in the elevator and the elevator would open and people would start to get in. They would go, oh, never mind. (laughs) We'll stay out here. 
then also, like I said before, just those those few minutes when we got to be alone in our stateroom right before we got married was was really special. That's great. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? The whole photographer issue, that was that was the biggest thing. But that ended up turning out okay. And then I know I'd mentioned the extra bottle of champagne that one thing that happened was I guess our coordinator did not realize that that bottle of champagne was supposed to be extra. And so it ended up being served at our cake and champagne reception. But we mentioned it to her afterwards. And she just said, Oh, I'm sorry, I think it was served, but no problem. And by the time we got back to our room after dinner, we had that extra bottle of champagne waiting for us. So it really wasn't a big issue. Right. Yeah. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand that maybe you were worried about and then turned out not to be? I think before the wedding, I was I was really concerned about whether everybody was going to make it on the ship on time. And, you know, I felt like somebody was going to be trying to run on the last minute. But it ended up being that I think we got on, we got in shortly before the rooms opened. So I think a little bit before one. And we ended up being the last ones to get on the ship. So we, you know, we didn't have to worry about that. Everybody made it on safe and sound. And I was worried about our favors. We, for our favors, we did these beach bags with a beach towel and little mini sunscreens. And for, you know, 25 people, that ends up being quite a bit. So I was concerned about how we were going to get them there and how we were going to get them delivered. Um, I had heard about past brides who had had Disney deliver the bags and that sometimes they got a little bit mixed up. And so I really wanted to give them to my guests personally, but we spent a while trying to figure out the logistics of that. But what we ended up doing, it worked out really well. Our shoreside coordinator sent us labels before, probably about three weeks before we set sail. And then we shipped two big boxes to the port. And so it was already on the ship before we got there. And then when we met our onboard coordinators, we asked that they be delivered. Uh, we actually had a little welcome party on the first day on the ship. And so we asked that they be delivered there. And so during that, we were able to go ahead and hand our favors out to everyone personally during that. And our coordinators were awesome. You know, I didn't even have to deal with the favors at all from when I shipped them two weeks before the wedding to when I saw them on the ship. That's a great tip. It sounds like it'd be really helpful. Yeah. And then tell me a little bit about that welcome party you have. Did you arrange that through Disney or was it just an informal meetup? We arranged it through Disney. We started thinking about because Disney doesn't, you know, you don't really get what most people would have as a, you know, the big wedding reception that most people are used to. And we wanted a little something extra for our guests and so we just thought, well, there must be some way to get, you know, a little meetup or something like that. So I talked to the shoreside coordinator and she said that there was a way to do that. And so they emailed me. It was kind of a little back and forth. I feel like I did have to push a little bit to get what I wanted, but they emailed me a menu and there was, I believe, a 20 guest or 25 guest minimum um, that we had to meet in order for them to do it. But there were basically, I think, two different 
packages of alcohol that you could pick between and you pay per person and then two different appetizer packages again that you pay pay per person and then there were also options of chocolate covered strawberry powder or seafood platter things like that and so it was held in I think it's Evolution, the big, you know, nightclub area, if you want to call it that. And like I said, it was on the first day of the cruise. And we met around, I think, 3.30. It lasted an hour. And so they just had all the little hors d'oeuvres that we had picked laid out kind of buffet style. The room was closed just for us. Our coordinators actually stood at the door and made sure that nobody came in except for people who are invited to the wedding. So we had an hour and it was, you know, an open bar. And so it was really, really nice. That was one of the big things that we definitely would do over if we did it again, because I feel like it was just really special for our guests, something that they remember. And it was a good time for everyone to meet who hadn't met each other before. Yeah, that's a great tip because then they aren't doing that at this very short cake cutting ceremony right after the the wedding. They've already met. Exactly. And it made it a little less awkward for dinner that first night. We tried to sit, you know, like groups of people together. But I think it made everybody feel like, you know, one big happy family. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great tip. Now, is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known then? I would say that I think a lot of brides would say this, that it feels like the shoreside coordinators, a lot of times when you ask them their answers for a lot of things are no or, you know, oh, I don't know. And they'll have to check. And it's hard to get definitive answers. But once you get on the boat, the coordinators will they have a lot better idea, obviously, of what can and cannot happen. And they can make things happen that maybe the shoreside coordinator said that wouldn't be possible. You know, I wouldn't count on anything. But if there's something small that they said that wouldn't be possible, you know, I would say to try and ask your onboard coordinator and see if it is. And then also, if I could go back, I would make sure that I had a list of the points I wanted to make when I met with the onboard coordinators the first day, because there were a couple things that I forgot to ask them about. Like I wanted to get the, since we we were actually married on a day at sea, not at NASA. So I wanted to get the coordinates of where the ship was about when we were married. I thought that would be cute to put on announcements or something like that, since it was somewhere out in the middle of the ocean. And then we also wanted to have um, Mickey bars at the cake cutting. And we also wanted to have the cake, but we thought it would be fun to kind of exchange Mickey bars instead of doing the cake back and forth. So that didn't end up happening because I completely forgot to ask the coordinators with the busyness of having the legal ceremony and everything. So I would definitely recommend that future brides would have that list of questions ready so they don't forget anything. And then the last thing is that your bouquet that I heard from so many people that you can't take your bouquet off the ship. And so luckily I mentioned it to the coordinator and I was getting so sad about leaving my beautiful bouquet on the on board. And they said, oh no, you can take it off the ship. They said that since the bouquet was made in Florida that I could just explain that to customs and I would be able to take it right off. And we were able to take off the bouquet and my groom's lay and the two arrangements that were on the table next to our cake. You know, he they just kind of asked and I told them that 
it was made here in Florida and they just said, okay, and let me pass. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's a really valuable tip. Well, Catherine, this is all great stuff. Thank you so much for sharing such great details and and some ideas for people who might be considering planning a wedding or a vow renewal at sea. I really appreciate your taking the time. Oh, of course. Thank you so much for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.